Hi, I'm Liz Ware. And I'm Raelle Bell, and you're listening to That's Brilliant, a podcast by the American Lighting Association. Okay, so normally we have some chat, we banter a little bit, but we have a lot of interview to get to. It is very focused. There's not a lot of messing around in this episode, so we're going to get right to it. And Chris Primus is going to tell us about the differences between socketed and integrated LED fixtures. Yes, if you know Chris, you know he's well-versed in many technical topics, and he recently helped ALA develop a white paper on socketed versus integrated LED products, and he's going to walk us through some of the considerations in manufacturing those products, as well as things that you need to know if you're selling those products in your showroom. Okay, so find yourself a quiet space where you can focus, and in the meantime, we would like to thank our sponsors, Hinkley and Kitchler Lighting. Welcome, Chris. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the papers you were writing and the information you've organized about the considerations for having a socketed LED lighting fixture or an integrated? You know what? Tell us, what is a socketed LED lighting fixture and what is an integrated lighting fixture? (laughs) Very good. I was just about to say, probably should start with the definitions of those two types of products. So we're talking about LED light fixture that is integrated, which means the LEDs are built into the housing. Typically, they're inseparable. The product itself is designed to be incorporated with the LEDs typically mounted to a plate or mounted into the residential light fixture body. The other type of product that we talk about in this particular paper is a socketed product. That's the type of product that most consumers and most manufacturers, most sellers are used to products that have a socket contained within it that you put a replaceable light source in later. That could be a screw-based socket, a pin-based socket, a twist and lock socket. There are all types of sockets, but those products are designed to be easily replaceable, easily serviceable, easily able to be maintained by the consumer. So those two types of products are the prevalent type of, especially when we talk about LEDs, prevalent type of LED light fixture that's available on the market today. Those two types have very different performance characteristics, very different service characteristics, very different maintenance and warranty characteristics. And so we found as an industry that there needed to be some guidance to various stakeholders in the in the sale of a light fixture. There needs to be some guidance to show what factors you have to consider when you're talking about both those types of luminaires or residential light fixtures. And this paper was intended to help various stakeholders in doing that. So let's start at the beginning of the process then. What do manufacturers need to consider when they're looking at socketed versus integrated fixtures? For a manufacturer, you really have to think about a number of different things with regards to the light fixture when you're designing it. You have to think about the customer requirements. What kind of application environment is this product going into? What type of form factor you need to have in that product? How large does it need to be? Can you take full advantage of the size of the LEDs, which an LED is a very small miniature device, and can you take full advantage of that size and make a miniature luminaire or a miniature residential light fixture? The design complexity, it may take a longer time for the manufacturer to develop a product that has integrated LEDs because you have to not only integrate the light source within that product, you have to design the power components that are going to be used with that product. An LED light fixture that's integrated has to put the power components, the electronics design to work with that LED in it while you design that product. You have to engineer it with all those things in mind. 
LEDs, by the way, don't use the standard voltage that comes out of the wall. It doesn't use the 120 volt in typical American households. They have to have a low voltage power source, which is something called a driver you have to incorporate into that light fixture. And manufacturers, if you're designing a light source to be integrated, you have to think about all of that. So the design complexity of the product could be uh, very different than if you're doing a product that just has a socket that the user is going to put a light bulb into later. Visual appeal. What type of look do you want to have out of that product with regards to how the light source is going to look to the consumer or to the user that's in that environment? Um, Is it going to be a filament light bulb that goes in there? Do you want to have an antique type of of look to the product? Do you want to have a modern look to the product? Do you want it to be free-flowing and take the curvature approach that you see in some modern light fixture designs? So those are just a few of the things. Then you have certifications and listings and all kinds of testing you have to do when you integrate it that you may not have to do with a product that has a socket. So a light fixture with integrated LEDs can have very narrow little strips where the light comes from. The reason you would do it is because you've got more flexibility on putting the light in a very small space like you could not do if you were just screwing in a great big old light bulb. Yeah, the LED source itself is only a couple of millimeters thick. It's about the size of a penny, smaller than the size of a penny. And when you're talking about a socketed product, you have to take into account you're going to have to have at least the size of that socket and the size of that light bulb that have to go into that light fixture. The typical A19 light bulb, which that's the most common type of light bulb that's used in residential products, A19, by the way, the A stands for the shape of it. The A stands for arbitrary. The 19 is the maximum diameter of the product. It's an eighth of an inch, so it's 19 eighths of an inch, so it's about 2.4 inches in diameter. And then you have the light bulb length, which is about 4.3 inches for a standard A19 60-watt incandescent equivalent type of a light bulb. So you have all that real estate you have to think about with the size of the light fixture when you're talking about a socketed product. When you're doing a LED integrated product, you can just use that small, very miniaturized LED and have a very thin strip of light, uh, use curvature, use all kinds of shapes that you couldn't possibly do if you had to think about a light bulb being put into it later. On the other hand, if I have a light fixture and the bulb goes out, I take out the bulb and I put in a new one. What happens if somehow the LEDs fail in an integrated light fixture? Although I guess it's less common, or, or is it? There is some inherent risk when you buy a light fixture that has integrated LEDs. That is exactly what you just said. It could be the the case that that light fixture was designed such that there are no serviceable components in it. There are no components within that integrated light fixture that a typical consumer could replace or could maintain or service if something goes out. They're intended in some cases to be thrown away at the end of their life. But the benefit you get from that integrated light fixture is that you have a design that should last a lot longer than you could possibly design from a product that has a socket because the socketed product is only going to be as efficient as a light bulb that goes into it. So the light bulbs cannot possibly put the electronics and the thermal dissipation that you could possibly get out of a light fixture where you design get it, optimizing it around the electrical components, around the LED sources themselves. You typically have a lot longer life with a product that has an integrated LED than you have out of a product that has a socket where you don't put a light bulb in it that you may have to replace in two to five years. The typical integrated LED residential light fixture or, or luminaire 
it can last uh, up to 20 years or so if it's designed properly. That's a lot longer life and a lot more usability as far as the life of the product for the consumer that you have out of a product that's integrated versus a socketed solution. So yes, there is a risk, but you should have a better, more properly designed product if it's an integrated LED light fixture. And with the additional testing and all of the considerations that have to go into designing and, and manufacturing an integrated fixture, I imagine that typically the cost is a little bit higher up front as well, right? That's correct. So the cost a lot of times is a bit higher up front, but as mentioned, you will have a more efficient performing product. You have a, a product that's optimized, going to have better light outputs. So you do have a higher upfront cost, but the product should last longer. It should be a better performing product, but you may have the cost higher in the beginning of that product as far as the initial cost. So other than design preference of the look of a certain fixture over another, what would be some other reasons that you would want to use an integrated fixture instead of a socketed in a residential setting? Because I, I know there are some code requirements and other things in commercial, but in residential maybe, are there specific things that would impact that just choice? One of the biggest things is the actual size of the product. So we talked about size a little bit earlier, but if you think about a product, take for instance, an under cabinet or a shelf mounted residential light fixture, those types of products you can't really do with socketed solutions where they won't protrude out farther than the customer would like in many cases. And so the product can be very thin. Uh, it doesn't have to come out beyond the lip of your cabinet or beyond your shelves. The product can be very small and you can really utilize the benefits of having a very small source like an LED when you integrate it into the light fixture. Whereas with a socketed solution, you have, as, as I mentioned about the size of the socket and the bulbs, you have at least that real estate you would need in that product for it to stick out and for the width of the product. Same goes for products that you would use in places like your bathroom. You could integrate LEDs into a mirror. You could integrate it, uh, LEDs into your vanity. Those are some things that you couldn't possibly do with a socketed solution. So the integrated solutions are a lot more flexible as far as the design options, a lot more flexible for consumers as far as where you can place the products. I talked about even code requirements for places like closets. You guys did a podcast earlier where you talked about closet lighting and some of the requirements for closets where you can only have light fixtures a certain distance away from the clothes so they don't catch fire. That's part of National Electric Code, right? If you're using LEDs, you can make a smaller fixture that you can you can mount farther away because it's a shorter luminaire. It has a, a smaller light source in it, so it's a lot easier to put in a product in an application like a closet. And because the LED is integrated, the light source is integrated into the fixture in a residential or, or really any setting, there aren't the considerations of potentially taking out that light source and putting in something less efficient or it doesn't work as well in the setting. One of the things that, that I talked about in the very first paper that was designed around manufacturers is that some users of these types of products or some stakeholders would prefer that you are not able to change out the light source. Let's say you mm -hmm. say that you're a, a owner of a building and you have a, a number of different rental units in this building, for instance. You may want those products to always be very efficient and not have those tenants or customers be able to change out to something like an incandescent. You may want to make sure that your power always stays very efficient with the light pictures that are going to be used in those facilities. You always know what power is going to be consumed by those products if they're integrated because the customer cannot change out anything in that product. So that is a, a benefit of an integrated product where, you know, if you're a manager or building owner that you know that that product's going to always be efficient. Another thing that I haven't talked about 
is the ability to put more sophisticated electronics into the product when you do integrated designs. Because the manufacturer has full control over all of the parameters of that design, you can do things like special controls for adjusting the, the color temperature, the light output. Uh, you guys have done podcasts on human-centric lighting quite a bit and circadian rhythms. A lot of that is around color tuning and tuning the white color to make sure that you're doing warm colors at nighttime and cool colors in the daytime and adjusting the brightness. A lot of those performance characteristics and adjustments are a lot easier when you can do an integrated LED design because you have full control over the performance and the optimization of the thermals and all that and in the, the complete product. You're not just trusting that a consumer can put the right light bulb in the socket. And because they can't change out the light bulb? Is that why there are some rebates available for use of integrated fixtures? There are rebates available for integrated products that may not be available for socketed products. A lot of the rebates that are available in years past centered around CFLs or centered around the light bulbs themselves. You may recall you could go to grocery stores and, and retail outlets and pick up various coupons that will allow you to get uh, money back if you buy a certain type of screw base LED light bulb. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of those rebates are starting to shift towards integrated luminaires because they know that these integrated light fixtures are going to be a better performing and better efficient solution. And so the utilities themselves are starting to incentivize installation of these types of products because they're a better performing product. I talked about the lifetime of these products is going to be longer. And so it's a better product for the consumers, a better product as far as the efficiency and efficacy of that product for utilities and from the utility standpoint. Yeah, so it makes a lot of sense that these rebates would kind of be geared towards having a fully integrated solution versus having a light bulb solution. In some places, like California, you're required to do certain things for integrated products that you may not have to do for a socketed product. And so they have requirements called J8 in the state of California that you have to show performance of an integrated product. You have to show that it has a certain flicker rating, a certain efficacy. Those are things you have to show from the integrated solution. I mean, the manufacturers of the light bulbs also have to do the same things for their bulbs, but if you do an integrated solution, you do have to test in the state of California to show that you're meeting the same requirements that you may have to meet in some commercial products, for instance. We'll get back to our conversation in just a minute, but first, a message from our sponsors. This year, Hinkley is celebrating a century of style. That's 100 years in business. Hinkley is proud to be a fourth generation family company with the mission of providing customers with exceptional lighting and ceiling fan products. They understand the passion their customers feel for their homes and are dedicated to helping them realize their vision. Learn more about the company, including some incredible charity work they do at Hinkley.com. Kitchler Lighting is more than just a lighting company. They're a bring people together company focused on strengthening and growing relationships. They're constantly innovating, creating on-trend designs, and delivering high-quality product. Learn more and find inspiration and ideas at kitchler.com. I don't know if you have looked at this at all. Are the warranties in general the same for an integrated product? Or because the product is either good or not good, you can't replace the light source, do they have longer warranties? If they're built better, if they're built to last longer, do you know anything about that? I'm not seeing huge warranties on residential light fixtures that have integrated. The typical warranty these days is around five years. And five years is pretty much the standard across the industry for most residential light fixtures that have LEDs. 
you get five years also for a lot of LED light bulbs, also, but, uh, but you do see some that have one and two year warranties as well. I would say the standard warranty for integrated residential light fixtures is usually longer than you will get out of an LED light bulb, but it does vary. So shifting a little bit to the perspective of a showroom and selling these products, are there benefits? Are there kind of upselling opportunities? It sometimes seems like selling something that might last longer could not be so great for a showroom, but if it's more expensive or if it provides the opportunity to maybe replace other fixtures that they wouldn't have thought of or do new things that weren't possible with socketed fixtures. Sure. The integrated residential light fixtures offer a lot of opportunities for selling a more complete product, a product that has better performance than a product uh, with a socket. The integrated LED fixtures, you can really put in some special things like controls that I mentioned. You could put in smart technology. The products themselves are a higher price point, so it gives the showroom the ability to sell a product at a higher cost. It makes more money for the showroom itself. The products are going to last longer for their customers, so the customers should be happier over the long run of the product. I don't know how many showrooms sell a lot of light bulbs, but this allows you to not only sell the, the light fixture, but you can sell the light source because it's integrated with that light fixture. And so the showrooms shift from just selling a housing to selling a complete solution. And selling a, a complete solution to the customer, I think, is going to be better for all people in the, in the, in the entire uh, purchasing process. Yeah, and it gives the showroom as the lighting professional and the, more opportunity to kind of guide the overall look and what's happening in the, in the lighting scheme of the home, I would think. Yeah, and the visual appeal of the product is not something to be overstated. The visual appeal of a product that really takes advantage of the size and shape of the LEDs, that's something that consumers really kind of gravitate towards. You can tell, at least I certainly can tell from a, from a distance, a product that has really incorporated the LEDs in a very unique and interesting way because you can see that LEDs are spread across the luminaire. They take advantage of the entire size of the product. There's glare-free light that extends in different shapes and sizes, whereas you, in a socketed product, you can tell that there's a point source at a socket that's right in the middle of the luminaire. The consumers get a chance to utilize a product that has really been designed and in a creative way uses those LEDs to create a beautiful light a light that is using the LED sources like they were intended to be a small and miniaturized source that can do many flexible and give them better performance characteristics in the long run. I remember years ago seeing a fixture that was kind of an old-fashioned lantern shape, and it had the metal supports all around the edges um, to outline the lantern. And ordinarily, there would be glass in each of these panels, and there would be a light source in the middle shining out. But this was an integrated LED lantern, and the light was all along the framing. There was no bulb in the middle. It was just glowing from the inside from all its edges. And that really hit home the possibilities of having little tiny bitty LEDs all over the fixture to to create light in a way that you just can't do otherwise. That's right. And, and, you, and you remind me, another one of the things that you guys have talked about in the past is dark skies, right? Mm -hmm. So for dark sky, the type of product you just talked about, you can put integrated LEDs into the top of an outdoor lantern where you don't have something that's, that's hanging down that you have to shield in some kind of way so you don't have to worry about 
light going up and, and creating sky glow. You don't have to shield that light because the lights of a LED are inherently directional and they shine straight down. And so they're mounted into the top of that luminaire or along the luminaire body like you just described. Those are products that are already dark sky compliant and are shielded and don't have lights shining up in a lot of cases. And so that's a lot easier for an integrated solution, again, to design products that are dark sky compliant and products that don't create sky glow. Are all of these integrated fixtures considered smart because they have so many, most of them seem to have built in color changing or color tuning, lumen output abilities? I would say no, but because uh, <laughs> you certainly can have integrated LED fixtures that are just on-off products, which you don't, mm -hmm. those I don't consider smart. You can make them smart with accessories like a smart dimmer or something like that. But the products themselves, to be smart, usually have to have some other kinds of electronics contained within them that allow them to do color tuning. And you certainly can design integrated LED fixtures that don't have color tuning or and don't have any of the, uh, the more sophisticated types of things that you have talked about with in the past with Terry or some of the things <laughs> that you talked about today. Yeah. But, the, but the products that are integrated, it's a lot easier to do some of those smart technology uh, things that we talked about. So the, the, the smart technology can be built into an integrated solution a lot easier than something that has a socket. Because with a socket, you're depending upon the light source to have all the technology within it itself. The light source <laughs> itself, the bulb, the only way you can make it smart is you buy a smart bulb. If you put it into the luminaire, you can do all kinds of things to make the product smart because you have the whole fixture body to play with. You have a lot more room. You have a lot more flexibility as a manufacturer to make that product smart. Mm -hmm. But that's good to know. So there is the option, though, that if you just want maybe a more traditional style fixture like Liz mentioned earlier, and maybe it just needs to go on or off, that's possible with an integrated fixture as well. That's right. But we, and we've talked a lot about integrated, but there are advantages to having socketed products, right? Socketed products you have replaceability. A lot of people just don't like the fact that they're stuck with whatever is in that product. Uh, even though manufacturers of integrated solutions are now starting to put color selectability and power selectability, light output selectability, and versatility in the products, a lot of the integrated products may not have that. And so you may be stuck with whatever light color that you have. You may be stuck with whatever beam output mm -hmm. that you have. With a socketed solution, you can change your beam output, say for a track light or for a landscape light. If you want to change it from a wide flood to a, a narrow flood or to a spot, you can easily just you know change that light bulb out to a product that contains the beam angle that you want. You can change it out to the color that you want. But you can change it to the brightness that you want. Those are some things that you may not be able to do with an integrated solution. So the flexibility that you have in a socketed approach is still very good for a lot of applications. That's why this paper and the things that we're working on to try to help guide the industry doesn't really take a stance that one is better than the other. It all depends on the application. It all depends on how you intend to use that light fixture, how the customer needs to operate that product and what the customer wants out of that solution. So there's not one particular design approach that works for everybody. Mm -hmm. There certainly should be things that you consider for every application. And that's really what we're getting at with this uh, this paper and what we're talking about with these various guidance documents. Right. Yeah, we, we did focus a lot about the integrated side of things. And I think that's just because Liz and I are interested in learning more about it. <laughs> <Hopefully> <laughs> too, but. You can tell the industry is starting to go that way. There was a, a large push towards socketed solutions for a while, especially when you started to see a flood of low-performing and, and low-quality products as far as the light bulbs come onto the market. And if you design it 
as we've been talking about quite a bit with the LEDs integrated into the product, you control the quality a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And there was a push towards socketed solutions for a while because people wanted to be able to replace things. And so I can see the market going back and forth, but it does appear that the consumers and the manufacturers and a lot of people in the sales chain are starting to realize that the integrated approach offers a lot of benefits. And it does appear that there's a, a movement towards more integrated designs. I think it's similar to a lot of the topics we discuss, especially from a showroom perspective. The important thing is they need to understand what's possible and that these fixtures are out there. And then at that point, you can take in all the considerations of what the better solution is for each customer and each application. Thank you so much for visiting us. This was a great conversation. I actually learned a lot, so I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me. It was good to talk to you. Thanks, Chris. So I know that was a lot, and I hope you all stayed with us. If you need to rewind and listen to it again, you can. There's a lot of information there. (laughs) Yes, and if you want to see some of that information in writing, we have those white papers available for ALA members. You can always email us at podcast at alalighting.com, and we can send you a copy. Very good. Integrated LEDs are just going to continue to, I think, become more and more popular. We were just at Lightovation in Dallas, and a lot of the new product launches I saw and the new things that manufacturers are coming out with are integrated fixtures. So more and more, this is going to come up, and I hope this information helps a little bit. Well, and it makes sense. If you're designing a lighting fixture and you build the light source into the fixture, you've got complete control. You can really do an amazing design. You can do something, you know, really creative and heretofore Un, impossible to create. So I get why designers want to do it. So you can create these really high design fixtures. Yeah. The difference is if you've got a porch light and you want a narrower beam of light or a wider beam of light, you can often unscrew the light bulb and screw in a new light bulb and get slightly different light characteristics. So if you want more flexibility, you want socketed. And if you want, you know, really precise dialed in, this is how this was designed, then integrated is more the way to go. Right. So basically, there's always going to be a place for both. But as we move forward, you might start seeing more and more integrated, I think, especially in residential settings where Maybe people haven't adopted them quite as much. Absolutely. There is an issue out in the world called right to repair. And it's this idea that consumers should have the right to repair something that's broken. It was a big deal with cell phones. You know, if your screen cracks, you want to be able to take it to, you know, any guy on the street who has a cell phone repair place and they have the right to buy the parts. But there really aren't ways to do that with an integrated fixture. Everything is soldered together. Once something breaks, there's no reliable, safe way to fix it. So that is also a consideration that warranty issues and repair issues are pretty final with an integrated lighting fixture generally. Yeah. Terry McGowan, ALA's Director of Technology and our technical forum, a group of our members who meet to discuss these types of things. It's something that we are all working on and there's a an ongoing discussion of how to handle these types of things. When I was a kid, there used to be a fix-it shop down the block 
and you could take a TV or a toaster and get things fixed, but the more complicated things get and the tinier the components get and the, you know, system on a chip, you know, it's just, it's just not a thing anymore. I kind of miss it. <laughs> well, you can probably still get your toaster fixed if you, if you need to. <laughs> so final thing. ALA Conference is coming in September in Lake Tahoe, September 10th through the 12th, 2023. Everyone in lighting should be there. Yes, we'll cover topics like this and business best practices, new technologies that maybe we haven't even been discussing on the podcast yet. It's really exciting. So keep an eye out for announcements on our speakers there and register online at alaconference.com. While you're there, you can also see videos of a lot of folks talking about why they come to conference. You should check it out. Thank you again to our sponsors, Hinkley and Kitchler Lighting, for supporting this podcast. Stay brilliant. <laughs>